0: And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: The first thing that all great communicators possess is a childlike curiosity. The dictionary defines curiosity as a strong desire to know or learn something. if you got kids or younger siblings, then you know how curious kids can be. They want to know how things work, where things come from, and why we do the things we do. They ask us deep questions. They catch us off guard and make us consider things we had never thought about before. Kids ask us so many questions that we end up getting annoyed, partly because no one likes answering countless questions. But I suspect that it's also because we don't have the answers to half the questions they ask us, and it makes us feel ignorant. Now, you might forget this from time to time, but you were once a kid. You most likely had the same level of curiosity. Everything was interesting, and you wanted to know more about the world and how it worked. But somewhere along the line, you, like most of us, lost that childlike curiosity. There could be many reasons for this, but that's beside my point. In my experience, most people struggle to have good conversations because they're not curious at all. Most people have no desire to learn new things, and most of the time it's because they think they know everything already. So instead of listening with the intention of learning something, they listen only with the intention of responding to what's being said. I really need you to understand the difference between those two things. The arrogant, uninterested individual who lacks curiosity doesn't want to hear people out and understand where they're coming from, but instead he cuts them off as soon as he hears something he disagrees with. Whenever someone says something he dislikes or disagrees with, he immediately labels them as stupid. And you can't learn anything from stupid people. Therefore, there's no reason to listen to him. So he just strokes his own ego by going on and on about what he thinks he knows. This is not listening. Imagine calling your girlfriend and telling her that you want to have sex. So you invite her to your house, you get her out of clothes, you get in bed, but then you tell her to just sit there. And watch you masturbate. She's not allowed to participate. She's not allowed to give instructions. She just has to sit there. And watch you stroke yourself. That's what it's like when you tell someone you want to have a conversation. But then you just go on and on and fucking on about what you think you know. Never giving them a chance to be heard or understood. But a great communicator understands that everyone has something to teach him. Great communicators want to know how things work, where things come from, and why we do the things we do, just like children. They do not take things at face value. They're always trying to dig deeper, to understand people better, to gain better insights into human behavior. They know there's a difference between what people say and what people mean. And it's curiosity that compels them to go beyond the vague things people say in order to get to the deeper message that's being communicated. I'll give you an example of that in just a moment. But first, let me tell you about the second thing that all great communicators have. Listening skills. Listening skills are the most valuable asset any communicator can have. It's also the most overlooked, which is why most people never invest in them. A lot of English learners will say they need to improve their listening when they really just want to improve their comprehension. Now, I'm not a linguist, but in my mind, comprehension refers to one's ability to understand the meaning of the words being said. For example, when I say the word dog, you can probably envision a furry, four-legged animal that goes woof, woof, right? But if I say you're a fucking dog, you can comprehend those words, but you're a human. So why would I be calling you a dog? You would need to use the context of the situation to understand that I'm basically calling you a despicable human being. So while comprehension refers to being able to recognize words being said, listening refers to one's ability to understand the message being communicated by the words being said. As I said before, great communicators understand that the things people say are often different from the things they mean to say. If you can internalize this idea and complement it with your childlike curiosity, I guarantee you, you will come to understand people much better. Now, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Imagine your dad comes home from work and you ask him how his day was. He responds by telling you it was a rough day and he's tired of dealing with all the bullshit that comes with his job. So you might say something like, damn, that's too bad. I'm sure it'll get better soon. Or if you're like some people, you might not engage with them at all because you don't really care how his day was. You were just asking to be polite. But let's stop and think about what your dad actually said. It was a rough day. Most of us can comprehend the meaning of this phrase, right? It's just like saying it was a difficult day. It was a challenging day. But what exactly does he mean by that? The words difficult and rough could mean different things to different people. And things your dad finds difficult might be extremely easy for you. So you could deploy some childlike curiosity to go deeper into what he meant by that. Why was it rough? What happened exactly? What exactly caused the difficulties you face today? Have you thought about how to overcome these difficulties? Are you doing anything to make your life harder? You have no idea (laughs) How far a conversation could go by asking simple questions like these when people say vague things like, I had a rough day. And what else did your dad say? He's tired of dealing with all the bullshit that comes with his job. But what does that mean? What is it that he considers bullshit? Has he just lost passion for his work? Is he being dramatic? Does he need to change jobs? Does he just need a vacation? Simply listening attentively with the intention of understanding what someone is trying to communicate is how we can make even the most mundane conversations much more interesting. And deploying some childlike curiosity almost always gives our conversation partner the freedom to express themselves in more detail, which gives you the chance to understand them better. The more you understand someone, the easier it is to talk to them. And the more someone feels that you understand them the more they want to talk to you. Another thing that all great communicators have is an extensive vocabulary. As a great communicator, it's imperative that you know how to say the same thing in many different ways depending on the context of the situation. There are times when you need to be direct. There are times when you need to be polite and formal. There are times when you need to say things without saying them, if you know what I mean. You can navigate the various situations we find ourselves in by having an extensive vocabulary. For example, if my wife and I are in the living room with our kids, I might tell her that I'm looking forward to the rodeo later this evening. And my wife would understand that I'm not talking about cowboys riding horses. I'm talking about having sex. But I would simply refer to it as a rodeo because our children don't need to hear about the crazy positions I'm going to put her in when we have sex tonight. Or maybe you're speaking with a coworker who just refuses to let you finish any of your sentences. Every time you speak, they cut you off to tell you what they think. You could say, yo, stop interrupting me. That shit is rude. Or you could say, listen, if you're not going to listen to me, then we just won't speak. But phrases like these usually just make the situation worse. So instead, you might say, hey, I'm more than happy to listen to you, but only when that courtesy is reciprocated. Or maybe you could say, I would appreciate it if you let me finish, and then I'll hear what you have to say. Or maybe you could say, hey, I can't hear you when you interrupt me like that. If you wait until I finish speaking, I'll hear you much better. Words are nothing more than tools we use to communicate. And tools can be used to build, destroy, attack, and or defend. It all depends on the intention and skill level of the person using the tool. And the more tools you have, the more things you can build, destroy, attack, and or defend. There's an old saying that goes, if the only tool you have is a hammer, you tend to see every problem as a nail. Another way of saying that is, with limited tools, single-minded people use them inappropriately or indiscriminately. If you're trying to build a house and all you have is a hammer, life is going to be very hard for you. You cannot cut wood with a hammer. (laughs) You cannot connect pipes or wires with a hammer. You cannot paint the walls with a hammer. You would need a saw, some wrenches, and paintbrushes for those tasks. The only things you can do with a hammer are insert and remove nails or destroy some shit. Now think about that in the context of communicating with people, especially people who don't share your culture or even your native language. If you can only say things in one way, you're limiting your ability to build, destroy, attack and or defend. You're limiting your ability to connect with other people. And so the obvious question is, how do I increase my vocabulary and learn to say things in different ways? By communicating with and getting feedback from real people. By reading books and articles about a variety of topics, by listening attentively to the words other people choose when expressing themselves, by understanding the difference between what we say and how we say it, by studying different communication styles, by understanding how our cultural backgrounds influence the way we communicate. If you want to learn new words, then expose yourself to new words. If you want to learn how to use those words effectively, then use them with real people constantly and monitor the outcomes of your interactions.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey.
1: Another thing that all great communicators have is the ability to simplify ideas. While every great communicator has an extensive vocabulary to express their ideas clearly and in detail, they also have the ability to take complex thoughts and ideas and boil them down to simple, digestible bits of information that a child can understand. If you speak in advanced technical terms that the average person can't comprehend, you're essentially just talking to yourself. You should speak with the intention of being understood, not just being heard. And if you want to be both heard and understood, you need to speak in terms that your listener will understand. Great communicators take note of who their audience is, and then they tailor their word choice and communication style to that audience. And one simple yet effective way to do this is by using analogies. For example, people always ask me what's the best way to learn a language. Instead of going into detail on every little thing one could do to become proficient in a language, which would be a waste of time, I could simplify my ideas with an analogy. How does one learn to speak a language? I would answer that question with the question. How does one learn to play soccer? For a lot of people, this answer would be enough to understand the message without me needing to say anything else for those who still couldn't understand, I could continue to show the parallels between learning a language and learning a sport. You take the ball, go to the field, have someone explain the basic rules, and you start playing, right? As you play with people, you will start to get feedback. You will realize what you're good at and what you need to work on. You could hire a trainer to help you improve specific skills. You could watch some YouTube videos explaining how to do particular tricks during a game. You could study professional players and try to emulate their styles. You could do a million things, but at the end of the day, you simply need to take the ball to the field and start kicking it. If you play in real games with real people every day, you will naturally improve, especially when the people you're playing with have a higher skill level than you. And if you go weeks or months or years without playing the sport, you will feel rusty the next time you try to play the sport. I'm sure all of this sounds obvious to you because this is a universal truth that we all understand but tend to forget. There's so much more I could say with my extensive vocabulary and knowledge, but there's no need for that. Most people don't think as deeply about language learning as I do, so it wouldn't make any sense for me to go super deep into the topic if a stranger just asked me a surface-level question. I really hope that makes sense. If you want to learn how to simplify your ideas and speak in terms that anyone will understand, you must practice. This is why writing is so beneficial. You can take the time to put all your thoughts on paper and analyze your word choice and communication style. Then you can work to think of simpler, more digestible ways to say the same things. You can practice taking your ideas and trying to explain them with simple analogies. You can and should also continuously educate yourself by reading Gaining experience and learning from other people. Because you'll find that it's much easier to simplify your ideas with words when you actually know what you're talking about. And the best part about writing is that it's totally free and you can take as much time as you'd like to do it. The problem is that it's just as easy not to do it as it is to do it, which is why most people don't do it. It takes real time and effort to develop and refine your communication skills. But trust me when I tell you, it's an investment which will pay huge dividends no matter what you want to do in this life. Now, another thing that all great communicators have is a wide range of knowledge. Now, you don't need to know everything under the sun to have great conversations with people, but you do need to be able to talk about something other than your personal interests. And if you have no personal interest, that's fine too. I've got good news for you. You can use your childlike curiosity and your attentive listening skills to get other people to tell you about their knowledge, experience, and personal interests. People will tell you all kinds of things once they know you're listening. So if you make a legitimate effort to learn something from every person you meet, you will constantly be learning. Everyone does different things, goes different places, hangs out with different people, and has different points of view. So when you talk to a wide range of people with the intention of learning from them, you'll end up having conversations about so many different things. Lawyers, doctors, teachers, athletes, artists, single mothers and fathers, accountants, CEOs, content creators, students, entrepreneurs, teenagers, adults, senior citizens... I've talked to and learned from all of them in my private English classes when, theoretically, I was supposed to be the teacher. I listen to these people tell me their stories, their ideas, and their opinions, and I try to understand what it's like to be them. I try to see what the world looks like from their point of view. I encourage them to share all of their knowledge with me. And guess what happens when I do that? They share all of their knowledge with me. And why do they do that? Because I make it clear that I'm curious, listening, and ready to learn. It's really simple, man. I promise. By talking to all of these people from different walks of life, I've gained surface-level knowledge of many different topics. I have an idea of what miners are doing in Chile and what data analysts are doing in Colombia and what software developers are doing in Costa Rica and what entrepreneurs are doing in Indonesia, and what medical students are doing in Burma. I have an idea of the lifestyles people live in all these different countries. I'm familiar with the differences in communication styles of the people from all these different places. And all of this makes it easier for me to speak with new people because I'm familiar with so many different topics and types of people. So when I meet a programmer, I can talk about programming. When I meet a manager working for a gigantic corporation, I can talk about managing people and communicating effectively. When I meet someone who works in the pharmaceutical industry, I can talk about the legality and morality of selling prescription drugs. Talking to people is so much easier when you can talk about what people are interested in because you can let them do all the talking. When it's your turn to speak, you can speak in terms that you know they'll understand based on your knowledge of their personality, communication style, career, and cultural background. You should be educating yourself constantly. Never stop learning and exposing yourself to new and useful things and people. Try new things, man. Visit different places. Step out of your comfort zone. Talk to strangers. Engage in the art of conversation. Humble yourself and learn to listen to people with a curious mind. You have so much more to learn than you think, my friend. And this is coming from an introvert who would rather chill at home by himself making content and watching anime. I can tell you this stuff works because it's working for one of the most introverted and antisocial people I know. Me. And I've seen it work for a bunch of other people, introverted and extroverted alike. This is universal. Universal. Constantly learning and experiencing new things makes you a more interesting person because you have more interesting things to share with other people. And constantly talking to, and more importantly, listening to other people makes it easier to talk to anyone because you're constantly talking about different things, you're constantly improvising. Eventually, You're going to start to recognize patterns across all the different communication styles and cultural backgrounds and careers and worldviews, and you'll be able to adapt to them much more easily. Then you'll be able to use your childlike curiosity, your attentive listening skills, your extensive vocabulary, your ability to simplify ideas and wide range of knowledge to communicate with the world in whichever way you'd like. That's what great communicators do. And that is what I'm encouraging you to do.